So welcome to the next edition of our Four Questions Journalist Spotlight. We are talking with uh, this week with Ashley Thompson from CBS 46, WGCL in Atlanta. Good evening, Ashley. Hi, good night. Good evening. Uh, yeah, I, know, I know, it's getting, it's getting dark. Uh, yeah, it's a beautiful but, evening on my front porch. I know, that, that's a great setting. I can see the reflection. It looks, that's, that's nice. I, a little rocking chair. I'm here every single day. I do my editorial meetings from here. I do Zoom meetings. During the day, it's good natural light, but it's just peaceful. I've got three yeah, dogs. No, that's, that's perfect. That's perfect. So you are a uh, reporter with uh, CBS 46 here in Atlanta. So give us a little background. What, where, how'd you get here? Where, you know, where'd you start? And uh, what, yeah. what, uh, what was the, what was the, uh, that moment when you got here, got here to Atlanta? Yeah. So um, fun fact, I was actually born in Atlanta. I was raised in Michigan, but um, Television-wise, I started in Montgomery, Alabama, so not terribly far from here, about two and a half, three hours. Um, so that was my first kind of starter market, was there for three years, and I really loved Montgomery. It's the capital of Alabama. It's just a really good starter market. Um, still talked to a lot of the people I worked with there. From there, I went to Phoenix, Arizona, which is like kind of obviously an opposite side of the country. Um, definitely a different kind of market. Way more fast-paced. Um, Arizona was just so different. Everything was just—it was like a 180 almost. Um, it was still fun, but you know, it was different. And then from Arizona, I came here, and I call this home. My parents live here in Georgia, so it's, I'm lucky that I'm able to, you know, be able to visit with them. That was really important for me. And my next job out of Phoenix was to be close to home, close to family. Um, and friends and that kind of thing. So I've been at GCL for four years this month, actually. It's been four years. Um, and, you know, I'm a general, general re assignment reporter. I fill in on the desk from time to time. And, you know, it's just been, it's been, it's been news at GCL. It's been crazy. There's good times, there's bad times, but, you know, it's like any job. Yeah. So you're, and you're on the, uh... More, more of an eating shift. So you going around two-ish or something like that? No. So I was, I did work an eating shift this week. So it's probably worse. But I, I'm 9.30 to 6.30. Okay. Um, okay. Now, Monday okay. to Friday. But, you know, we've been, it's, it's really when you're needed, if I'm yeah. being honest. It's kind of, you might be pulled to do mornings, which I did mornings like two weeks ago or something. So it's kind of all over the place. But most of the time, Monday to Friday, stateside. And, and I know some of the stations, the shifts have kind of, gotten a little screwy now with uh with the pandemic and whatnot but you're you're set a good monday through friday day side shift sounds like yep for the most part yeah well yeah there's always that for the most part when and then except when you know something happens and yeah hey, i know it's <laughs> sunday but... for the most part but we, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um so how is how has reporting for you changed during the during the pandemic what are you sure. doing differently so you know i would say in april um for about two weeks we were kind of just exclusively at home um reporting from home which presented just challenges i mean i thought it was just as much work as going into the field because just like the technology of all of it and just just different things it took a lot of time to do that but we were exclusively doing that for about two weeks i'd say then we kind of made our way back out in the field um, carefully. Uh, we do way more Zoom interviews all the time. You know, it's kind of just the standard now, um, which before you wouldn't even think to, I, I had never even heard of Zoom before this pandemic. So 
Um, we're doing way more Zoom meetings now. Um, we have equipment where, you know, if we have a mic and we have to talk to someone in person, you can hold it and, and the person could be way over there and it's just like a long stick. Obviously, we're all wearing masks when we're talking to people in person if we have to. <clears throat> Sometimes we don't get MOS, which is our, you know, our man on the street interviews. We don't get those if we absolutely don't need them, which is different from pre-pandemic just because, you, you know, you want to um, reduce risk. So you don't know who you're talking to, talking to just random people on the street. So we kind of cut back on that. Um, so it's just been, it's been a lot of things. I mean, I, I would feel like we're, you know, we're obviously still putting the product on air and still doing our jobs, but, you know, it's just kind of like that being mindful and getting creative and, you know, how can I do this safely? Because back of mind all the time. Yeah. So are you, I mean, are you at the station very much? No, and I forgot to say that. So our editorial meetings are now all virtual. So whereas we would have, you know, go went to the station and met as a group and they kind of discussed story ideas and pitches. Now we are all doing that from home. I never go inside of the station unless I have to like fill in anchor or um, that's about it. I never go inside of the station anymore. So that is definitely different. But I will say that's been kind of a nice change from, in my opinion. <laughs> well, the, you know, news directors used to say, if you're sitting in the sitting in the station, you're not active, out there reporting and doing that's doing right. Work. That's yeah. right. And I prefer right. to sit on my rocking chair on my front porch when we're talking about pitches anyway. I mean, that's, what, that's what it is. And especially in the next couple of weeks when it starts cooling off, that's going to be uh, mm -hmm. your coworkers will be like, let's go to Ashley's house and do the uh, editorial meeting there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, nice. So, That's different. yeah, yeah. So, but, but has that, has that, I mean, I, I would say that that hasn't hurt your reporting or your ability to report at all, has it? No, I, I, you know, and gosh, we've had so much news in Atlanta over the past few okay. months, you know, kind of, you know, <clears throat> stories that have been national stories, really. Um, and you just keep going, you know, you're just kind of, I don't even really think about it. You know, you're thinking the ways to be safe, but no, I wouldn't say it's hurt the way, you know, we've reported or are reporting at all. If anything, we're like on the go more, I feel like, just because there's just so much news right now. Well, and that, that's the thing, you know, you, you, we've gone from news, news, news about the pandemic to all the news about social unrest and, and all of those related stories and that economic issues I and mean, there there is certainly Everything. no lack of no lack of uh, story topics to to do do you find sometimes you like like i gotta find i gotta find something positive to report about so much too much negative stuff yeah and you know with there are those those positive stories that we're able to obviously you can't turn a blind eye you know if the, the governor files a lawsuit against the yeah, mayor yeah. And, and you know what i mean but you know we do try to put some of those positive stories on because people really respond well to them especially online People like to be uplifted. You know, I did a story about um, just signs all around neighborhoods when that was first popping up about, you know, healthcare workers and just kind of um, being encouraging to people during this time. So I would say we do find, you know, obviously, you know, we have to cover the news, but we do find positive stories. If anybody has any, please send them our way because we do yeah. like them. Well, you guys are doing that. That kind of that positively Georgia segment. And we do, uh, yeah, yeah, positively Georgia yeah. segment. Um, they started that back up, and that's a great segment. So, yeah. Is that kind of a, whoever catches the story, or is there a particular producer no, I for think that? Those are, I think those are primarily our anchors um, that okay. are working on that segment, and they do a great job. 
So you, you mentioned that uh, <clears throat> the healthcare story. Is there another story that, you, that you've covered in the last couple of months that really has resonated with you that you thought, gosh, I'm glad I really, I really glad I got to tell that story? Sure. I mean, you know, obviously covering Congressman Lewis's funeral was a big deal. Uh, and just kind of being a part of that was just really humbling for me um, because he was such an icon. And, you know, it's, I, I think that sometimes we reporters every day, you know, it's like it's our job, but we might take it for granted. And, and that was really cool to be able to cover that. And, you know, I, I was really proud to be a part of the team at CBS 46 who covered the protest because we were really in the thick of it, um, really on the ground with people, talking to people, um, really a, a part of it, very much a part of it. Um, and so that was really cool to be in the moment. You know, it, it took me getting out of it maybe a couple of weeks later that I was actually able to reflect on, well, you know, what just happened. But, um, you know, I was really proud to be involved in that as well. Well, you guys were, I mean, you guys were right there when those, when those two college kids were, Pulled out yep. of the car. And, that was us yeah. too. We were all over all of that, you know, for weeks. And so, yeah, we did a really, yeah, obviously not because I work at the station, but we were really strong <laughs> on all of that. We did a really good job covering that. A female. Yeah, that's great. That's, yeah, no, it's some, you know, I was telling somebody today, I mean, that's, that's uh, it's kind of mentally, physically, yeah, but just mentally kind of. It is so draining. I mean, I remember yeah. I went to the beach and I was just like, I couldn't even like really pull away from everything that was going back, everything that was going on back home. But yes, it's incredibly draining. And for me anyway, I felt like I wasn't able to process it while I was working because obviously we're on deadline, you're on TV, all this stuff. So my processing, I'm still processing all of that. Um, it kind of happens when I go home. Yeah. I find that sometimes, you know, you, you it's not till you kind of stop. It's like, right. You stop. And so all of a sudden it kind of, Either hits you or flows or flows into you, and I don't know about you. For when I go on vacation, it takes me like three days to really mentally unwind, detach yeah. to the point where I'm like, okay, I, I'm relaxed now. Yeah, it's hard to detach in this industry, especially with that kind of news going on. And you know, that's not really even something you can shut off anyway. <laughs> it's a whole social movement. So, right, right, and and I I think it's kind of awakened something, and I, I hope it doesn't shut off i think it's kind of getting people to really think about a lot of issues that we haven't thought about i mean there's so many great stories that i've been seeing about pieces of history that people just didn't either didn't know about or were either unintentionally or intentionally buried uh you know there was a there was a story who is it um gotta get this right because i'll get i'll get grief if i get this wrong (laughs) it was uh Georgia Public Broadcasting did a podcast about the 1970-71 Augusta race riots. Interesting. And I, I didn't – I think it's called Shot Shot in the Back, Shot in the Dark. Uh, Sean Powers is going to yell at me because I don't know the name. Uh, it, it, it's a podcast. I don't know if it's – It's a podcast. I want to look that up. I'm, I'm, yeah. I listen to podcasts all the time. I would love to listen to it. Yeah, it's – okay, so I, now, okay, now I have to look to make sure look I got it. Up. All right, well, I'm going to look at. I'm gonna, um, we're doing live fact checking right here <laughs> to make sure that well, you want to give them credit too, and yeah, a full yeah. shout out. Yeah, because it, this this was a it was produced in 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 cooperation with. Um, wait, click on podcast. There we go. I'm get I'm getting it, Sean. I'm going to get it right. <laughs> Shots in the back. 
exhuming the 1970 Augusta riot. Shots in the back. Okay. Yeah, shots in the back. Um, it's really good. It's a three or four part, uh, three or four part series, but it's, it's really good. I will listen to it. I love podcasts. Yeah. But, but there's that one. And then, uh, so another reporter did a really good story the other day on, uh, some issues up in uh, Forsyth County. So, I mean, sure. there's so much history. Sure. Yeah. I was precise today. So, yeah. Oh, are you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. So, so this is, this is the hardest question I'm going to ask. So you ready? What is the coolest thing about you? The cool, I am so not cool. I was actually thinking of that the other day. I was like, I am such a dork because I was thinking of, um, you know, all the cool, all the kids today, the young kids anyway, the young teens, I feel like they're just so much more advanced than I was at that age. And I was just thinking about myself in high school. I'm like, I'm such a dork. Um, but if I would, the coolest thing about me. What do you love to do? Let's, uh, we'll, we'll come back to the coolest thing. What, I love to online shop, but I'm trying to stop that. But I do love to, I love to browse. I love to browse. And like people who are like, I hate going to the mall. I'm like, I love to go to the mall. I'm like, just look. Like, it's so weird. It's just very calming to me and very like, it's very therapeutic, which is so, I don't even know. Something's wrong with me, but I I love that. Um, My dog's making cool, I think. People say, people stop and they like my dogs. I mean, what kind of dogs do you have? I've got two Mastiffs, English Mastiffs and a Boxer. Three dogs. Wow. Okay. That wasn't my choice. Yeah, we've got three. All right. Uh, yeah, I've I've been told that uh, when you online shop a lot, the trick is to just put the stuff in your cart. Yeah. And then then actually and then actually pay for it because if you leave it in your cart, then the the website comes back to you in a few days and says, "Hey, we'll give you a you discount." Forgot this. Yeah. yeah. Go, go process this. And we'll give you ten percent off. Yeah. And you're like, you know what? That's a great deal. Yeah. 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 All right. So. Um, so we, we, we prep for these, this question. So what is the last book that you read? Okay, yeah. It's called Love Warrior by Glennon Doyle. One of my good friends gave it to me. Um, and it was such a good book. I think I read it in like just a few days. And she had a sequel that came out pretty recently. I need to read it. But I read that book like, it's, and it's such a good plot twist at the end. Well, it's not quite at the end of that. But um, there's a good plot twist. Her story has a good plot twist. It's amazing. I think Oprah selected it as part of her book club, baby. You know, it's okay. one. Yeah, my my, uh, I, I geeky. I, I read Star Trek novels. That's my geeky thing. So, but lately, I've been I've been trying to read this book about Abraham Lincoln that my neighbors told me to read because it's like we apparently we have a book club on the street now. Nice. Uh, but they picked this nine hundred page book oh. to read. And it, it's it's a great it's a great book, but it's it's you gotta you gotta you gotta work through it. And uh, we had the meeting last week, and I was like, okay, I'm I'm about a hundred pages into. I'm behind, it. y'all. I'm behind. I haven't done my homework. Oh, I love <laughs> right. the idea of a book club, though, especially right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, favorite Atlanta restaurant. I know. I was also thinking about this the other day because people are always like, "Where should we go eat?" And like, what do you think? Um, so I would say most consistent. Favorite is Desta, which we I love hands down, consistently good all the time. I mean, it's just you, you never go wrong with it. So good. We got we got takeout from there tonight. Did you really? Yeah, yeah. Well, right. I'm just like I'm never disappointed. I'm always like this is just the best. I mean, I love it. Um, yeah. We like Lure in Midtown. Um, 
what else do I like? Um, for like a cocktail, I like Biltong Bar uh, at Shop the Buckhead that's been renamed. I don't know that it's a new name. Um, Streets of Buckhead? I can't remember. They, keep they renamed it something more like yeah. casual, you know. Um, I, I literally eat, I mean, my, my boyfriend and I date nights. We, on Fridays, I'm going to show you. Um, that's like, what do we do? It's like, oh, it's Friday. Let's go out to eat. Because we make reservations, yada, yada, yada. And I've got like just this whole thing. I don't know if you could see. You probably uh, can't because of my life. Yeah, but it's all of these restaurants that we need to try or that we've been to. So that's like literally like what we do. That's that's great. You got you to gotta have a, a target list of where you want to go, right? That's you really great. don't need a target list. I need to, I probably need to make food at home a little more, but yeah, but you're, you're, you're trying you're to sleep. Out once once a week. That's okay. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> okay, you make me feel better. You you work all week. Go out for dinner on a Friday. That's yeah. okay. All right. Now so it's dark if, outside. I'm going to turn my little light down. So no. All right. So favorite guilty pleasure. Um, I knew this right when you said it. Housewives. I watch all of the Real Housewives. It's still. Okay. I've got one recorded. I got to go watch it. All right. Uh, favorite local getaway. Local. What is local? Yeah, say let's say Georgia. Okay, so I just discovered Sea Island, I, I and I I was like I had no idea this even existed. It was like so magical. Went a couple weeks ago, and that is my new favorite. It's so beautiful. Have you been to Cumberland yet? No. Oh, you got to go to Cumberland Island. Okay. You can, Cumberland you, Island. Cumberland Island. I've never heard of that. It's uh, it's across from St. Mary, in South George on the coast. It's uh. You can only get there by a ferry. Oh, no kidding. And it's got wild horses and... Oh, my you, goodness. You can't, one of my, it's one of my favorite places. Oh, that sounds amazing. They only let a certain number of people on the island every day. Oh, nice. Uh, that's, that's great during the pandemic, too. Right. <laughs> right. Nobody can be there, yeah. That's right. All right. Um, oh, remember that. Favorite non-work hobby? Okay, I'm not going to say online shopping. I will say... I told you I was such a door. I'm so boring. I'm so introverted. Um, I would say hanging out with girlfriends. Does that count? Is that a hobby? That's all right. That can be a hobby. Some, you, can, you can make that a hobby. I think going out to dinner Friday nights, that, that can be a good hobby too. Yeah, that's about it. Restaurant <laughs> restaurant reviews? Yeah, I just, I don't know. Like my, my boyfriend's hobbies are these muscle cars. I need to get like, a, I need to like get something that I could like work on outside of work. That's all right. That's all right. Uh, so are there are there some stories that are kind of percolating around in the back of your head? You thinking, you know, when when I'm not being sent somewhere for breaking news, I'd love yeah. to do a story on this. Yeah, that's you know, <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> okay. I think um, with how things are going with society, I think there's a lot, like you mentioned, there's a lot to be tapped into now. And right. I think that I am most looking forward to some of those stories that are going to get a green light now that may have not in the past. Sure. So I think that, you know, we'll see, you know, as we move forward, how this plays out, I think there's more opportunity to do historical stories um, about just black people, African-American people in Georgia, um, places that need resources, just, just stories that maybe wouldn't have passed the test before okay um how much of your your uh your assignments are 
so you're the the producer or desk saying go do this versus you saying I want to go do this probably 50 50 right now probably 50 50 I mean I um pitch all the time um and you know half the time it gets the green light they say go for it and and sometimes you get on the call and they already have you assigned to something yeah. which is fine with me too you know so I would say it's 50 50 um some days there there's more news as you know you say than other days um, on other days, you might be able to do your pitch. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm always kind of looking to see what's going on before I... Before you send something over? Or, yeah, yeah you, know, but, you know, some days you just look at it and you're like, okay, this is like election days. You know, you don't yeah. pitch a whole lot. You don't pitch, a whole, you don't, you don't pitch stories that aren't election related yeah. on election day. Yeah, I know. And I've got good friends, too, who will pitch some certain things. And I'm like, you got to read the room, girl. Like, a couple of weeks ago, I'm like, there's no way this is getting past anything right now send it to me in a couple months you know no. yeah yeah but but then you know some but sometimes you get like an off day or you get like a yeah. weekend i mean the weekend reporters sometimes are really good because sometimes they have a little more flexibility for That's right there's Absolutely. less going on on the weekends oh yeah i did weekends for two years here so i i know that well yeah all right so let's see so is there anything anything you want to talk about that we haven't talked about i don't think so all right. Yeah. All right. We've been talking with Ashley Thompson with uh, CBS 46. All right. We're going to let you get back to your evening. I appreciate Thank it. You. Thank you for your help with everything. Very oh, my helpful. pleasure. Very yeah. helpful with stories. Uh, and we will be back next week with another edition of our Four Questions Journalist Spotlight.